the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee you that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Our Response to the Word. The Apostle Paul tells us in the book of Romans that the gospel, which is God's word, is the power of God unto salvation. It's the, po- it's the word that God has preached to us so that the power that will cause all the salvation provides can actually manifest for us. The healing, the wholeness, the soundness, the deliverance, the comfort, the peace, the prosperity, the protection, and the lifestyle resurrection that's included in salvation can all be ours. But the Bible also tells us that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation unto all that believe, which means that if we don't respond properly to the word God has preached to me and you by believing it, then the power of God unto salvation won't manifest for me and you. That's why it's so important that we respond properly to the word God has preached to us. Otherwise, all the power of God that could have manifested from the gospel preached to us won't manifest for us. And it'll be because of our response or a lack of response to God's word. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. He said that light is coming to the world and men love darkness rather than light. Which means that God said, I will illuminate for you exactly what's going on. I'll illuminate for you exactly where you are. I will illuminate for you exactly what's about to happen. I'll illuminate it for you. I'll even illuminate for you your very next step to be able to get up out of this situation so that you don't have to deal with this, with what's coming on down the line. Because Satan has already got you in the crosshairs. And he said he's about to pull the trigger. And I'll tell you when to duck. But if you duck when I tell you to duck, then the bullet won't hit you. But if you don't duck when I tell you to duck, you condemned already. That's one of the reasons why it's so important to learn to respond quickly to the word of God. Don't be asking for no 56 confirmations. Because on the 54th one might be when you get cracked. This is a good message. He said, because you condemned already. Because I brought the light to you and you didn't do nothing with it. Can I talk to the people that's been saying, God, when? When, God, when? God's asking you the same question. When? When you going to do what I tell you to do? When you going to conduct yourself the way I conduct yourself? I keep lighting it up for you. But you keep darkening it. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. St. John 17. Y'all stay out that aisle. And if you do keep jumping in the aisle, make sure you don't run into nobody. St. <laughs> John chapter 17. The insurance check ain't cleared yet. Praise God. So don't make sure you don't run into nobody. Let's give you some, something out of Jesus' own mouth again. 
St. John chapter 17, verse 13, Jesus giving further explanation of why he came into this world. He says, and now I come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word, speaking to the Father, and the world hath hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Remember that word of means deriving its strength and power from? Deriving its strength and power from? And so since you are not of the world and you don't derive your strength and power from God, you derive, I mean, from the world, you derive your strength and power from God. Goes on to say in verse 15, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. So he's praying that something happens in order to keep you from evil. So that since you're in this world, but yet you still don't, the evil of this world does not affect you. Says verse 16, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. So one of the things, the thing that he does in order to be able to make sure that we stay not affected by this world is that he sanctifies us with the word. That word sanctified means set apart, cleansed and set apart, cleansed and set apart. That word sanctified right there is a ceremonial term. Because when it said sanctified, what they would do is set something apart for that use and that use only. And so since it was set apart for that use and that use only, if anybody else used it or it, 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 or any, it was used for anything else, it would then be considered defiled. And if it was defiled, it could no longer be used as an implement of God to be able to cause blessings to be able to manifest for the person as well as other people. So if they sanctified a cup to be used in the house of God, then it was set up, cleansed, washed, then set apart to be used only for that. But if it was used for anything else, it would be defiled, which meant the priest couldn't be walking down the aisle, you know, utilizing a cup, you know, for the uh, work of the Lord and then look in it and just take them a drink out and then put it back on the thing and walk because now it's defiled, which means that no longer can it be the blessing that it was designed and sanctified originally to be. When God gives you his word, remember God has chosen you as a person who's going to be a blessing into the kingdom of God. He's chosen you to a person as a person who's going to be blessed as well as a blessing into the kingdom of God. You're going to be a blessing in this world. Amen. You already are. Yes. But the way he does, what he does then is sanctify you with his word, which means that any dirt that's on you that will cause you to not to be blessed like he wants you to be blessed, he'll cleanse it off of you with the word. Anything that's on you that will cause you to not be a blessing, he will cleanse it off of you with the word of God. So when Jesus shows up, he shows up to be able to separate you from this world and cleanse you so that you can be both blessed as well as a blessing. And he'll provide you the word so it can happen. He'll share with you. This is what I want you to do. This is how I want you to conduct yourself. This is how I want you to talk. This is how I want you to walk. This is how I want you to live. This is how I want you to give. This is how I don't want you to do. This is what I don't want you to do. This is what I, I don't want you to operate. This, don't do this right here. But if we do what he says don't do, we have just defiled ourselves and eliminated ourselves from both being blessed and being the blessing that he intended us to be. Now, the cup does exactly what it is that the owner of the cup has it do because it doesn't have a mind of his own. 
But God created us to be free will moral agents. And we can decide for ourselves what we're going to do. We can decide to be holy or we can decide to be defiled. We can decide to do what God tells us to do and we can decide not to do what I want to do. Imagine the cup when the priest is taking it in to be cleansed so that it can be used. But then it goes to put the word on it to be the water on it to be cleansed. But then the cup say, no, no, I don't think that's what I need. No, no, it's like move out the way. No, I don't think that's what I should do. No, no, no. How about this one? No, not only do I not think I should do it, but I don't think you do it. You imagine the cup talking back to the person that's cleansing it. Wouldn't that be wild? He tripping out on the cup talking, period. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be all cold, wouldn't it? But how many of us cups? We walk around talking back to God. When God said, do this, go here, handle this, teaches us exactly what to do. Teaches us to do with our money. Teaches us what to do with our marriages. Teaches us to do with our relationships. Teaches us to do what on, on the job. Why? So that we can remain holy, remain sanctified, so he can then cause us to be as blessed as he wants us to be and as much of a blessing as he wants us to be. But we'll be like, nah, I don't think that's what's up. We'll deny what the word of God has to say. We won't believe what the God or God has to say. Well, I'll just think about that. Well, all while you're thinking, you have just missed the opportunity to be cleansed and set apart that God has set, set up for us. And time is ticking. Anybody know time is ticking? Another day out of our lives are wasted when God had greater things in store for us. Another day out of our lives is wasted having arguments and miscommunications and all this other kind of stuff when it's so unnecessary. Didn't even have to be done. Another day, come on now, working a second job, third job, fourth job, when if you'd have did with your money the first time, what he told you to do with it, everything would have been all right. I'm teaching real good right now. I'm teaching, we done lost more stuff than you can shake a stick at. I have, forget y'all, y'all don't want to run with me. I have, I done tore up some stuff, blew some opportunities. By not doing what his God has said. I sit there thinking about all them years that I wasted in the clubs, in the bars, and in every place else and stuff like that. I ain't going to go no further so y'all can stay in respect for me. Praise God. <laughs> Praise wasted all those years, all that money, all that time, all that energy. How about this? Chasing an education that I still ain't using? Come on up in here, because that's not what God had planned for my life. But I saw what some teacher said and what teacher was doing, and I followed what the teacher was doing, or had something figured out in my own mind and stuff like that. Hey, man. He says, I want to keep you from evil. That phrase from evil literally means from out of the hands of the evil one. It doesn't just mean keep you from evil. Keep you out of the hands of the evil one. Because you're either going to sit comfortably in one or two hands. Either God's hand or Satan's hand. God's hand or Satan's hand. We want to sit in God's unchanging hand so that he can lead us and guide us into the place he wants us to go. Let the church say amen. Amen. But many of us jump ship and don't even know it. We'll leap over into Satan's hand and won't even know it. And be thinking like, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable, safe in God's arms. I'm just safe with God. And, and Satan be like laughing. Because we right in his hand and he doing what us, what he wants us to do. He got us going further and further away from what it is that he that God had in store for us. 
and we're going along with it. Well, it's because of what? Which means lack of understanding, absolute, lack of learning. Absolutely right. It's one of the reasons why he brings the word in order to be able to sanctify us. He brings the word to be able to set us and, and, and set us apart. And we need to respond to the word before we miss anything else of what it is we missed. I remember opportunities, business opportunities I missed because I didn't do what God said. Whereas when, when I mean, one time the Lord was dealing with me, I was, you know, you know, belly aching to the Lord. Y'all probably don't do that, but I belly ache every once in a while and stuff like that. It's getting fewer and farther between, but hey, once in a while one might come out, you know, praise God. And I was letting the Lord know, I was like, man, I'm, a, I'm doing exactly what you wanted me to do, man. I said, I'm following your will. I'm doing, I'm preaching your word. I'm handling your business, man. Why am I dealing with this financial nonsense? I said, come on, Lord. How come you ain't doing what you said you would do? He said, because you didn't do what I told you to do. I said, I'm doing what you told me to do. He said, yeah, now, what about before? When he put a chunk of money in my hand to go out and make the investments that I knew to make, but I didn't make them, but bought scrimp and barbecue. Y'all know nothing about what I'm talking about. Live good and just, 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 just made sure I kept the bills up. But the only problem was is that money was designed to reproduce itself. But I didn't use it to reproduce itself. I just used it to pay bills. And because of that, eventually it came to an end. And then the money was gone. I'm like, well, Lord, when, when are you going to provide? He said, I already did. But because you didn't do what you were supposed to do, you found yourself in that situation. Now, he didn't rebuke me, of course. He just let me know, you know, don't be coming at me with that nonsense. Now, what you do is ask me how to get out of it, and I, and I can talk to you. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so Lord wants to sanctify us, pull us apart so that we can both be blessed as well as be a, be a blessing. And he wants to get us out of the hand of the evil one by sanctifying us, making us holy. Verse 19 says, and for thy sakes, I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the word. So he sanctified himself so that they could be sanctified also. Psalms 119. Now, how does he do that? Because when the word show comes, it's going to show you something. Psalms 119. When the word comes, it's going to tell you something. Words just don't come to like be there. They come to tell you something and show you something. Psalms 119. Let's look at stanza number 105. Familiar verse. It says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. So when this word comes to sanctify you, it comes to be a lamp to your feet and a light unto your pathway. Lamp, of course, to your feet is talking about it shows you where you're standing. This is so very important. I know you've seen these scriptures before. Do not unhook from me. This is an interrupted message that God is bringing straight to you because he wants you to know something. It's a lamp unto your feet. Shows you exactly where you're standing. Because most of us always believe we're standing in right. The Bible says every man thinketh he's right in his own mind. Did he say every? Every man. That's up. Every one of us think we're right. Because we wouldn't be where we are unless we thought we were right. We would not stand in the position that we stand in unless we thought we were right. So we're not doing it trying to be wrong. We're doing it because we think we're right. But the only thing is that when the word comes, it'll show you exactly where you're standing and you'll find out, is that why I'm smelling mess? 
because I'm standing right in it. Hey, man, this is because when it's dark, you can't tell. But when the light come on, you like, ew. <laughs> this is good. The light is the word to show you exactly where you're standing. Now, we're talking about response to the word of God. Because you know the word flows up in this piece. You know it comes strong. You know it comes hard. I ain't throwing no, I ain't lobbing nothing at nobody. In this house, the Lord brings it straight down the middle every time. He ain't trying to hit the outside corner, inside corner. He coming straight down the middle every single time. But it's so that you can not miss for a half a second where you standing. Because God love you. God's not trying to throw no curveball so that you can swing and miss. God wants you to hit it over the roof every single time. That's why he puts it straight across the middle. It tells you exactly where you're going to throw the ball. Here it come, right at you, right between your eyes. When he brings it, he's letting you know exactly where you're standing. So that you can find out. I remember the Lord taught me this one concept a long time ago. I've learned it and been living according to it ever since. Lord told me every time that you find yourself in the midst of a situation, first thing that you do is look down and see where your feet are. He said, first thing you do is look down and see where your feet are. He said, if your feet are standing in right, he said, then I got you covered. Don't you worry about what's going on. He said, if your feet standing in wrong, hurry up and get them back in right. Then I can cover you and make sure that everything is all right. Because as long as you in wrong, I can't do nothing for you because you chose to be there. He said, get them back in right just as quick as you can. So when the word comes, it'll show. It says it's a lamp unto your feet. Now see, back then, the lamp would just show basically the area in which you were standing in in general. God's been throwing floodlights up in this piece. I mean, he's just blasting it. Look like uh, 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 close encounters from a Another world or something like that. Light just shining all bright and stuff like that. Look like big lights, like you had a baseball diamond or something like that. At night, big light shining on it. Why? You know why? Because God loves you. Because God only shows the light to the people who he want, whom he loves. Because the Father loves, who God loves, so he sends his word. Because he loves, he sends his word. And so anytime he exposes something, it's an exposition of love. What he's really exposing to you is his love. Because if he didn't love, he wouldn't say nothing. He just let you stand around. Come on now. Y'all know y'all done seen folk you didn't love that had something on their nose or zipper down. Come on now. One collar up looking crazy. And you didn't really care nothing about them, especially if they thought they was all that. Y'all don't want to work with me, do you? Y'all don't want to tell the truth and shame the devil. And you don't say nothing. You just act like ain't nothing there and stuff like that. Be thinking that the big old greenie sitting up in there and stuff. you like... I can't wait for you to go. I, I hope it's something public where you can just go up and, and everybody just look at your crazy tail. Won't nobody say nothing to nobody. But when people speak to people, it's because they love them. When they tell them something, it's because they love them. And when God tells you, it's because he loves you. Because God said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. They're thoughts of good, not of evil. All I got in my mind is good. So I'm going to share with you what I want to share with you so you can get your feet where they're supposed to be so I can do what I want to do in the midst of your life. I've seen something on you which defiles you which makes you not fit for use, which makes it so that you can't be the blessing that you intend to be and I intend for you to be. So I'll come here, let me clean you up. Let me straighten you out. Let me get you right. See that person you love, you say, look, you know, hey, you got the big whopping all hanging out your nose, man, here. You might even say, use my handkerchief, but keep it. Amen. Amen. 
There you will. Zip up your zipper right there. Come on, man. Zip up your zipper. Yeah, there you go. We're showing them Scooby-Doo underwear you got on. Praise God. You'll tell them, praise God, because you love them. But if you don't love them, you ain't going to say nothing to nobody. God loves you. That's one reason why he hits you right between the eyes when you come through this door. Because you know this is a house of love. Because he ain't playing. I don't think there's ever been a person that walked out of here and said that they didn't get hit. I had one brother describe it to me the other day as one big, one big boxing glove that runs across the congregation and just whacks everybody upside their head. Hey, <laughs> man, some folks get offended. Hey, man, I understand. But that's the nature of my calling. Lord told me, he said, I'm about to call you to the loneliest job on the face of the earth. Making people great. Because you don't make people great and they like it. Anybody been in the military? I bet you the person you loved the most was your drill sergeant when you first got there in basic training. I bet you that was your favorite person out of the entire thing. One that made you dive in the mud face first and stuff like that and walk in a straight line and, and gave you duties that you didn't want to have because you just, I mean, because I had one thing out of line. Y'all, everybody got quiet on me. They got on your nerves, didn't they? Tell the truth. Unless they sitting next to you. They got on your nerves, didn't they? But they made you powerful, didn't they? They turned you into something, didn't they? Turned you from that egotistical, arrogant, worthless person that you was when you came into the military to a powerful fighting machine by not accepting uh, your insolence and saying, line up and this is the way it's going to be. Like it or leave it. They tell you, you can go over there, sign, sign out if you want to. Call you all kind of explicatives at the same time. All out your name, talk about your mama and everybody else. Why was that? Because they was teaching you how to be disciplined. Teaching you how to be disciplined. Because a person that's worth something has self-control. And they was trying to weed out anything that didn't have it right off the bat. Deep concept, isn't it? God's the same way. God will come and let you know. He love you enough. He'll come straight down the middle and say, line up. You'll be like, what about her, Lord? What about him? He'll be like, what about you? <laughs> Won't he do it? Won't he do it? What about you? You'd be like, look, we, you changing the subject. He'd <laughs> be like, no, I'm cleaning you up because you defiled right now. Because love doesn't even recognize the suffered offense. He'll do it because he loves us. So he shine a spotlight on you, show you a, a, a lamp unto your feet and a light into your pathway. The light into your pathway shows you the very next step that you ought to take. He'll always give you a clear, definitive statement. Do this. Do that. Do this. And if you do that, then he already knows that that takes you out of the hand of the enemy, out of the crosshairs of the enemy, back into the protection of the Lord or on the pathway to where it is he has in store for you. But if we don't do it, well, praise God. See, love will show us when and where we're wrong so we can get and be what God wants us to get and be. But Satan wants to convince us that it's not love to show us our error. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing what the Bible has to say about the importance of responding properly to the Word of God sent our way. I hope even more that you're seeing that it's true that responding properly to the Word really is something that God wants all of us to do so He can do for us all the things that He promised us in the Word that He shares with me and you. So let's let God do what He says that He wants to do by responding to His Word the way He wants us to do so he can do in our lives what he promised he'd do. 
If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something that I invite all of you single unmarried saints out there to do. We invite all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G2B. That's our glorified to be uniquely here singles fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that's done on the fourth Friday of every month for all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help them to live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee you that you'll be blessed. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word that we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 